I'm looking in through the glass doors at the butchers. God, it's so lurid in there. Very red. The flesh is all displayed behind glass. The butchers in their aprons smeared with blood. The light, such an intense blue, which makes the meat stick out in a really surreal way. I used to eat a lot of meat when I was younger. Probably daily. But so much less now. Meat's become a special thing. Yeah, this section might not be for everyone. Being a meat eater myself, my sense of cognitive dissonance is well established. I mean, I can happily take in the sights and smells of this area without getting too creeped out. But for my girlfriend, a vegetarian, it's a no-go zone. She stays on the outside while I walk through the automatic sliding doors. And if you don't want to come in, that's okay. You can look from the outside and we'll see you around the exit door on the other side, near Pam Lane. But I'm going in. Ooh, it's like a giant fridge in here. So, confession. I love eating meat, but I hate touching it. So for me, this section is more like, you know, going to the zoo. Albeit, yeah, 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 okay, the animals are definitely dead. Yeah, not all of them. <laughs> the seafood section is full of living things like lobsters and crabs and some of the fish. Wow, what's that? Looks like offal. Yeah, my grandfather worked at the North Melbourne Meat Market for most of his life. I wonder if they delivered to the Preston Market or maybe there's a different trade route now. I've still got a connection to the meat market, actually. It's where I first met my girlfriend when we both went to a theatre conference there. Sounds pretty hoity-toity, doesn't it? So I guess I'm not working class anymore. But my grandfather, he definitely was. He was born in North Melbourne, he worked in North Melbourne, and he even played for the Kangaroos. He wore the blue and white stripes of the butcher during the week and the same stripes on his Guernsey for the football team on the weekend. True shinboner. Hey, but culture was essential to his life too. He met my grandma at a local dance in North Melbourne. Now I guess that was after the war. But ironically today, it's the free-range kangaroo meat that I'd prefer to eat these days. God, what would he have to say about that? Dan, where did your family hail from? Was it England or Scotland? That side of my family, that's my mum's side. And they're from Liverpool, I think. But my name is Dutch, Lutheran from my dad's side. He grew up on a farm himself in New South Wales. They were sheep and crop farmers. They definitely have something to say about me not choosing the lamb. But hey, I'm a big supporter of merino wool. Uh, hang on, I've just talked myself into it. I'm getting some cutlets. They're delicious. We're living in an age of such contradictions. The factory farming of animals is an ethical and planetary problem, isn't it? George Monbiot in The Guardian talks about the conditions that animals live in and the grain we feed them in a world where people are starving. It's pretty tough, and it doesn't add up. It's not just about not eating meat, but maybe it is about eating less. There are seven billion of us, so maybe it's a good thing that it's slowly becoming a special treat, a bit like Christmas. Hey, do you know what Christmas is for my cat? Chicken. Raw chicken. I'm going to get her some frozen necks. You know, free range runs, of course. Okay, hi, uh, my name is Betty and I am the owner of 
Preston Free Range Poultry and Game. And uh, we specialise in free range poultry as well as a um, selection of game meat. And uh, so what we mean by game meat, if it's, uh, um, it's uh, generally the kangaroo, wallaby, emu, crocodile, venison, wild boar, even uh, possum. Okay, if I can take you back to when the pandemic started back in uh, March of uh, 2020, where we had the toilet paper debacle. Uh, from the toilet paper, it then went to meat, where the supermarkets were running out of meat, and uh, so they were um, storming into the market and trying to, um, you know, purchase uh, purchase meat from us. It was it was um, diabolical. It was exhausting. Then we've gone through all these lockdowns. We're lockdown number six. Sometimes customers, you know, uh, are, sometimes they're seeing us more frequently and speaking to us more frequently than they are, you know, some of their friends or family. So we have become like friends and family to um, a lot of our customers. And a lot of customers are also anxious that we are doing uh, okay because they worry about us because we are an essential um, service and therefore we're in the front line. And so they worry about uh, that we are staying safe and uh, that we are continuing to um, trade and continuing to open, which, uh, which touches us immensely. Uh, my background is uh, Greek and uh, we love uh, cooking uh, casseroles, anything that you can uh, prepare in one go, put it on um, low heat and uh, let it bubble away um, for a few hours is my favourite type of uh, food. And uh, I love uh, venison. Uh, we uh, cook venison uh, stew or venison also buco, uh, the um, or rabbit. Um, we, you know, once again, you prepare it uh, similarly, and even wallaby shank. So uh, the basic premise for any uh, casserole or stew is basically to uh, season it, brown it, add your onion and your garlic and uh, your herbs. We love uh, bay leaf and uh, cinnamon stick and cloves. Uh, and then you would add uh, your uh, tomato uh, passata, uh, some chicken stock, put the lid on, put it on low heat and let it uh, cook away. I've got my pork sausages to go with my wrapper. Let's go. I just need to grab a few things from the grocer. So see you in Pam Lane where you can play your next track. <laughs>